Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. It's time to settle down. Settle down. And listen to the soothing sound. Oh, yeah. Oh, This. Oh my god, this! Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. He's on a roll. Hello, and welcome back to On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. My name is Tom, and joining me as ever is... It's Emma. Hello, she's here. She's fab, and she has Oreo stuck in her teeth. <laughs> That's what you get from munching on some oreos just before we start i know i said i was gonna have a snack and tom saw me eating <sighs> yeah. an oreo and he went oh a biscuit like a biscuit isn't a snack it is what well no <laughs> no what what that was in reference to emma was our discussion last week between mm-hmm. about jaffa cakes being a biscuit or a cake ah i didn't think about that i thought you were just judging me for having an oreo for a morning snack no no i, I would <laughs> never i would never yeah you're no one to judge based on strange snack times i've got a question for you oh god like, okay. going on from from the jaffa cake cake thing uh-huh what would you describe a cheesecake as um disgusting because cheesecake's horrible <laughs> what the f- right first <laughs> off cheesecake delicious although Evil, I, it's disgusting I, i'll pudding. agree with you that I don't, I don't like a baked cheesecake I don't like it. In I any like of its a. Forms. I like a. I don't know what the opposite of a baked cheesecake is. An unbaked one. A <laughs> raw cheesecake. <laughs> but what what food stuff would you describe that as? Um, I would just lump it in with desserts. Personally, right? Yeah. Apparently, apparently. Oh God. A cheesecake is a pie. What? R- mm, no, no, it's but, not. But it's then, it feels to me like it shouldn't be a pie. But what? Is what like defines a pie? I guess is my next question. Pastry, surely. Right, is it the fact that it's a pastry? I think so. Or so would you say that a tart is a pie? No, I I would. But that's got pastry. Yeah, but it's like open. It's got. Ah, oh, so it has to be sealed. It's got so its then, jacket open. It's it's flashing. It's not got a top, <laughs> but it, but you can get like open pies or whatever. Or no, no, what am I talking about? I mean, um, you can get make a pie that doesn't have pastry on the sides. It right. just has, a, has the top on it. Well, if you're making that kind of pie, then I don't really want to know you. <laughs> <laughs> because, I don't make that type of pie. Because pie I'm just saying that is that is a type of pie pastry. that you can get. I only eat pie for the pastry. Like, whatever's in the pie, be it fruit or something savoury, it doesn't faze me because I'm only there for one thing and one thing only, and that's pastry. So if you're making I, an I open get, pie... I guess the key to a, a pie is is the pastry because McDonald's apple pies, they're not in a tin or... Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. That is just pastry, isn't it? That's a pocket I mean, of deep pastry. Deep fried, admittedly, but... Yeah. Pocket of pastry. A pocket of perfect pastry. Fuck <laughs> it <Okay>, now. <laughs> oh, God. God. There's food for thought. A.A. Oi, oi. <laughs> I just said A.A. I've never heard that before. A.A., your car's you, broken down. Have you down. broken down on the side of the road? <laughs> yeah, nice. We both oh, went there. God. <laughs> one mind. <laughs> We're one mind on this show. <laughs> We're just the same person. <laughs> oh, just God. talking about the same shit. Um, <laughs> Every fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell everyone who might be listening for the first time what we do talk about each week? Yeah, so um, normally we speak about movies, more specifically actors filmographies so each series we will choose one actor and we will go through all of their films and whatever the hell else they've done um in order we'll watch it all and then we'll come on here and we'll talk about it so we're currently watching all of ryan gosling's back catalogue and last season we watched all of robert pattinson's back catalogue now i have something to say about this so Mm, when we started this um podcast 
I really wanted to do Robert Pattinson because I loved Robert Pattinson and watching all of his films in order (laughs) made me really hate him a little bit if I'm honest right yeah I I can get on board with that and then Ryan Gosling was your idea and I wasn't too excited about it because he's never really been on my radar I've seen him in a couple things obviously but I've never been overly fussed on him and at this point of the podcast I'm borderline obsessed. I can't wait to watch all the films that we've got coming up. He is just brilliant. And it's funny because it's it's flipped on his head. It's gone the opposite way. Maybe maybe if you have an obsession with someone, then you, you learn to hate them. I mean, familiar, familiarity breeds contempt, doesn't it? Yeah, we are all too familiar with I don't, I don't know. Because, yeah, I grew to hate Robert Pattinson anyway. <laughs> and I don't hate Ryan, but I do think I just want to watch something that he's not in. Oh, I think think that's a symptom of just doing this podcast, though. Like, we literally bombard ourselves with the same actor for months at a time, and it does grind you down. Yeah, I just just want to see someone that's not got his face. Like, I I enjoy the films where he's not a main character, (laughs) because I I don't have to see him as much. I love he's not really in. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's not true, actually, because all of the ones that we watch now, he is... He's like in his stardom years, so yeah. he is in a lot of it. So, and I'm enjoying them. So, what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, shut up, Tom. <laughs> what have we watched this week? We have watched um, all good things. No, no, but what have we watched? I know they were all good, but what? Oh, have we watched? yeah, very good, very funny. We have watched the <laughs> film, comma, all good things. Put that in quote marks for for Tom. Um, Drive and crazy stupid love. And I hadn't seen any of these except obviously Drive, which is one of my favourite films ever. And watching it again, oh God, it just slaps every single fucking time. Every time. <laughs> it just slaps every single fucking time. It just fucking slaps. <laughs> Should we move on then to our first film? We'll talk about all good things first. Yes. What's, what's the premise of this film, Emma? The premise, uh, well, this film for me... I mean, I, I feel like you're going to have quite a lot to say about this film, but oh, this, no, film to say about this film surprised me because to start with, I thought it was it was giving off a bit of Blue Valentine, like, oh, it's Ryan Gosling falling in love with a pretty woman and then their relationship turns super toxic and I was getting really angry at him for the way he was treating Kirsten Dunst. And then it just went fucking crazy. Like, I don't even know how to explain. So, I, <laughs> similar to you, because I should explain, when, when each week when we're going into films, like, I know what I've heard about a film previously, but I don't do any extra research. Yeah, same. I like it to be a surprise. So I have no preconceptions about the films, whatever. So when it started, I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be another, like you say, another notebook or another blue valentine or something because they're a cute couple getting together he's like ryan gosling's character is part of a wealthy american business um and she's a small town girl living in a lonely world yeah (laughs) did she take the midnight train going anywhere or did she not that's the question that (laughs) comes up later Midnight train to the country um much to Um, his parents disgust yeah so he like tries to get away from his parents and all this and it's sort of framed that Ryan Gosling in the future is is given a court deposition. Mm-hmm. Um, just just a side note. Clear, clearly, because this was made in 2011. Clearly, Marvel Studios just got his prosthetic makeup from this out to slap at the end of Avengers Endgame because he just does look like old man Steve. <laughs> Doesn't he? I was expecting um, <laughs> him to go. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I don't think I will. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So you know something's going to go awry. Yeah. But his his um his mother killed herself when he was young and he witnessed it uh, and all this sort of shit yeah um and their their relationship is good his family finally like gets it guilt tri- his father guilt trips him into going back and joining the family business back in new york new york and uh, they get a nice place together it's all happy-go-lucky and then she brings up having children and he's oh like my God. this is where i started to get so angry and i think i texted you tom and i was like i'm fucking livid <laughs> yeah you did uh so he She's like, I want to have kids. And he's like, mm, maybe not now. She's like, are you saying not now or not ever? And he's like, not ever. Mm-hmm. And then she, she says to him, um, <laughs> what did she say? I can't remember. She, her immediate reaction is, is there something wrong with you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that's not right. Like, maybe he's, he doesn't want to have kids. But it turns out that he doesn't want to have kids because um, 
he he well he sort of makes out that he can't have kids mm-hmm. like physically, but it's I think it's mainly because he's like psychotic. Turns out to be a lie. <laughs> Because she gets pregnant. She gets pregnant. He forces her to have an abortion. And doesn't even but go But then with on her. the way to the abortion clinic, he like gets called off to go to work. And he's like, sorry, lol, I'm going to work. Oh so she God. has to go through it on her own. And then their relationship ship starts to break down. And he starts abusing her and all this. Yeah, she wants to go to medical school, is it? And yeah, yeah. he's like so not happy for her at all. And they're having a party to celebrate her getting into medical school. And he like drags her out of the party and everyone's like what the fuck is going on by, is that when he drags her by her hair yeah because i've got i've got a fact about that <laughs> he ryan gosling <laughs> this sent is a Kirst- new edition of tom's hair corner <laughs> ryan gosling sent kirsten dunce flowers as an apology after that scene because he Aww. felt so bad about violently yanking her by her hair and she said she said she didn't fi- she didn't feel a thing anyway but he was vis- visibly bothered by the scene oh my god he's um, so cute man that's adorable just a cute little boy Oh. So yeah, and then she tries to divorce him, but it turns out that if she divorces him, the family's got their affairs set up in such a way that she won't get any money from the settlement. Yeah. Because he doesn't technically own the money, it's in the business or whatever. Yeah. And she needs the money to get through medical school. Mm-hmm. They, like, relationship continues to deteriorate and she's, like, trying to, like, dig up dirt on them to, like, get leverage to let him let her go. Mm-hmm. And then she disappears and it was shortly before her disappearance, Emma, that I realised what this film was. Yeah, see, I I didn't actually realise until she disappeared. And then I thought, what is actually going on? So I think I googled the film to try and make sure I was following. And that's when I saw something about Kirsten Dunst and the director. And then I was like, oh, that's what this film's about. <laughs> so this is going to make absolutely no sense to anyone that's listening to this podcast by the way yeah because i this brought is probably a this very thing up. specific thing isn't it actually i brought this specific thing up on a test episode that we did and like ranted and raved about it but yeah this film is well is made by the same guys who made the documentary series the jinx mm-hmm. right and I've r- ranted and raved to Emma for mm-hmm. years to watch the documentary The Jinx. Yep. Yeah, so it was probably 2014 or 15 when I specifically remember. It I came remember out in 2015, you, so it'll be 2015. Yeah, 2015. I remember you telling me to watch it. It was like the best, one of the best docu-series you'd ever seen in your life. And I was like, oh yeah, sounds good. I'll watch it. And like, it's 2021 and I still haven't. But I will tell you, I was tempted to try and binge it this weekend before this podcast, just so I could say that I'd watched it, but I couldn't find it. Well, Emma, let me tell you, <laughs> I have binged watched it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That... Where was it? What what platform? I can't reveal my sources. Oh no, it's illegal. Today, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emma was like... Uh... Are you, I can record earlier today if you want. And I was like, uh-huh. Going to have to just like push that back a little bit uh, if you want because uh, I've just got to finish watching something. But yeah, so I've, I've binged watched all of the Jinx. I'm so impressed. Wow. So I watched three three episodes last night and three episodes this morning. God, I'm impressed. Uh, it hasn't affected my mental health at all. I didn't have fucked up dreams last night. <laughs> but um, yeah. I don't so believe ba- you. <laughs> basically... Because the, the, reason, the reason it took me so long to realise is because all the characters and, like, names in the film are different to what they are in real life. Yeah, they've changed and then them. And there was, like, I was starting to get the, oh, there's something weird going on vibe. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning it does say, based on the events that took place in New York, whatever, wherever the other place is during yeah. these years. And I was like, so it's based on a true story. And then I was yeah. like, but that's not the name. And then I remembered that the makers of the documentary had previously made a film... And that that is what because the documentary The Jinx is all about this guy Robert Durst, who's one their his family is one of the biggest like real estate developers in New York, mm-hmm. and he's never spoken to any reporters. But then they made this film, and he liked the film so much and felt that the director understood him more than anyone else that he allowed them to interview him. So it's the first time that he's ever spoken publicly about anything. Oh wow! But then the do- the documentary goes from like true crime, just talking about the disappearance of his wife and then other subsequent murders that happen which we'll get on to and sort of turns a little bit more into an investigation yeah and then goes somewhere else and uh i can't really talk about it without giving it away but i think you should really watch it yeah but all i will say is he was (laughs) 
the the documentary got notoriety because he was arrested again the day before the final episode aired. No and way. And when you watch it, you'll find out why. Holy um, crap. Okay. Wow. Because, so basically his wife disappears in the 80s and then no one can find her or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then in the, in the 2000s, so literally 2000, 2001, the case gets reopened. I don't think it's really clear why in the film. Yeah. But in real life, it was because... I've just watched I've watched four and a half hours of this documentary and I can't remember why it got reopened. <laughs> You're just oh, enjoying God. it too much. <laughs> yeah. But he had like a best friend who is believed to have been in on it, in on his wife's disappearance. Ooh. And she was going to go and speak. She lives in LA and she was going to be spoken to by the police and they were going to go visit her. Mm. And a few days after she agreed to meet them, she was murdered. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. How could they do that to Kirsten Dunst? And also, around the same time, uh, he disappeared. Once the case was being reopened, Robert Durst like disappeared, and they didn't mm-hmm. really know where he was. And then there was a murder somewhere in Texas. A body was found in the water in Texas. And the, the blood or whatever, it, all the evidence led back to his next-door neighbour, who was an elderly woman. Aww. An elderly mute woman. They framed her. No, they didn't, Emma. Oh. Because the elderly mute woman was Robert Durst in disguise. <laughs> That's in the film, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. got you. Okay, I was, like, I was talking to you together. then, and you were like, they framed the old woman. I was like, this was in the film. Well, she, I, don't, I feel about? like Ryan Gosling as the old woman, he didn't look that old. He kind of looked like a middle-aged Well, th- this woman. is the issue with the film. Is like the makeup that's the issue. He, he's palling around with this actually old man. Yeah. Because they were the, the, the guy that he murdered... Sorry, allegedly <laughs> murdered. Uh, oh no, you actually, I think he adm- he, he he admitted to killing him. We'll get mm-hmm. to that. They were the same age, but they wanted to use Ryan Gosling for the whole film, so it's Ryan Gosling aged up next to an actually old man. So yeah, you can see that they're not the same age. I was thinking, yeah, he doesn't look like an old woman, but the mute thing. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he said he's mute, even though he's not. <laughs> so then they f- they found they get him, and he goes to court, obviously being charged with the murder of this guy. Mm-hmm. And he says that it was like self-defense or an accident that the guy died. But then after he died, he panicked and <laughs> dismembered the body as one does uh, <laughs> and dumped the body because he was like, oh, I'm Robert. Well, I'm whatever the character's name is in the film. Uh, yeah. It looks suspicious. I knew that people would think that was guilty and wouldn't believe me. So I panicked and hid the body. So he gets off with them. He admits that he killed him. But he says that it was self-defense, so he gets let off with that. He f- he's found not guilty of murder, yeah. but he is found guilty of improper disposal of a body. Yeah, so he I gets saw nine that months in prison. Film, and I was thinking that's so typical that he would get away with that and only yeah. get charged for that. But in in the film, it's suggested that the reason that he kills that guy is because he managed to convince the guy to kill the woman that knew about the disappearance of his wife. Yeah, but in real life, it appears that Robert Durst. It's the guy that killed her, ah. and it's not. I'm not really sure why he killed the other guy, but he did. <laughs> uh, that one, that one, we know he did do. Wow. Okay. But um, the Damn. the reason that the the best friend is in on it is because basically when his wife disappears, they're in their like their summer house in L.A. Say I can't mm-hmm. remember where exactly it is, and then he, Robert uh, Ryan Gosling's character I can't call him his actual name. <laughs> says that he put her, they they had an argument and he put her on a train back to New York. Yeah. Uh, and then the doorman at the, their apartment in New York corroborates that he saw her. And then the next day she was seen leaving. The next morning she was seen leaving and getting a bus. Mm. But the film sort of says that that was the best friend in disguise as the wife. And yeah. so the wife never actually left LA. <gasps> uh, in real life, dum, dum, dum. Did, in subsequent interviews, the doorman has said that he never saw her arrive home. He, he didn't actually see her. Yeah, and no one saw her the next morning getting a bus in real life. She rang into her medical school and said that she was ill and couldn't come in that day. Or sorry, someone rang the medical school. So, wait, do they know what her. happened to her or is it still a mystery? Oh, no, it's still a mystery. What? They never even found a body? And the thing that he's been arrested <gasps> for in real life is the murder of the best friend. Oh, wow. Thanks to the Jinx documentary and... Then also, uh, so he was arrested in 2015 or whatever, the day before the finale of The Jinx aired. I look, I've been reading upon it this morning, obviously. Mm-hmm. There's still not an outcome to the trial. What? It, the trial is still ongoing. It was supposed to happen 
like finally the big trial was supposed to happen at the beginning of 2020 but then obviously pandemic hit so it's been postponed and it's going to be happening in 2021 wow wow this year so we still don't know whether he did it or not i can't believe it isn't it cool that ryan gosling is in this film though that we've got to watch that after i I couldn't believe I could not believe. I was so excited. I was yeah, like, I, I know knew. what it is. I've realised what it is. Oh I my knew god! You would be. Oh, that's what great. Are the, what are the chances? What a fucking what are the chances? It makes my notes for this film look absolutely hilarious in comparison. Why? What have you got? <laughs> so my notes. I've got three. <laughs> no, I've got four. But one of them is about the terrible aging makeups. But we've already covered that. My first note is: all Ryan Gosling does is sing and dance in the street with pretty girls, which we've already covered. Um, yeah. note number two omg he's so aggressive <laughs> which he is <laughs> and then my third note is chidi with loads of capital, capital oh yeah chidi from the good places in it yeah i was quite happy to see him so but yeah wow that's a lot i wonder what's going to happen in this tri- new trial well same trial well a lot has already happened like they've tried to get it thrown out and because it's been taking so long they've tried to get it thrown out as a mistrial and all this Wow, and they're saying that like the the documentary filmmakers sh- should be they've done things illegally and all this, but they were like we never ta- we never said to him that we would make a documentary to defend him. We no. just said that we'd make a documentary about him. And even in the documentary, you see the director towards the end. He's like, I set out. I've been like so easy on him because I set out to be objective in this, mm-hmm. to be like impartial in this. I mean, yeah, but this new evidence has come to light yeah so let's go and see what happens sort of thing oh, but then there is, there is something that they edited a few of his remarks mm. so that they sounded worse than they were so that's oh, really? been contested but the the transcript of what actually what he actually said is still pretty bad they just edited it to make it sound even worse yeah <laughs> but, um yeah so it, Wow. I don't know what'll come of it, but Well, watch this space. We might become I'm invested. Um, we might become the one millionth crime podcast on um on Spotify. So <laughs> <laughs> on top of the two million uh, movie podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Shall we shall wow. we give it a rating then this film? Yeah, I mean I'm trying to think it's gotta be all good things or all bad things. Well, I'm oh, so sorry. I should explain Surely. our rating system for people who've not listened before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, us- go, go, Usually it's the actor's name. So Ryan the Goose Gosling, is it a loosey-goosey or a juicy-goosey? Loosey-goosey yeah. being bad, juicy-goosey being good. Or uh-huh. we come up with a pun based on the name of the film. Yeah, sometimes they're really good puns, but sometimes it just is what it is and it's all good things. It me. is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I mean... Oh, it's it got to be in all good things, surely. Yeah. Even if you didn't have the the background interest in the actual case, it was still a really good film. So, although very frustrating to watch. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say from like a narrative standpoint, if I don't know how good it would be if I didn't know everything that I knew about it. Do you know what I mean? Well, I still really enjoyed it. So yeah, but from the moment she disappears, it like jumps a lot, doesn't it? It becomes it does, a bit and it becomes less it goes from like we said, like a sort of relationship drama to like murder investigation yeah jumpy weirdness but i didn't mind it the murder was yeah, a little no. bit of spice to the film you know a little bit of <laughs> a little yeah. bit of something, something. yeah <laughs> okay we'll move on then to drive your, oh God. your fave i have been I'll let you take this away what's this about i have been torn absolutely torn between buying his jacket or not off of Amazon. It's only fifty pounds. And I'm trying I'm trying so hard to find a reason not to buy it and I simply can't. I simply can't find one, Tom. Yeah, um I don't know. I'm I, just gonna do you, do, it. do you want me to give you reasons not to? No. <laughs> no, okay. I don't. So um I've yeah, got so... I've got a, I've got a bit of added spice for this one. Okay. That I, I watched it with my mum. Oh, did you? Yeah. And my mum likes to give a running commentary on anything we watch. She, oh god so no. I, I've mainly got comments that she made. Okay, um, I I need. And one one of one of them is not entirely convinced his jacket suits his personality. <gasps> <laughs> that jacket. I mean, made the jacket's Ryan cool. Gosling an icon. It made him a fashion icon. So if you haven't seen Drive, go fucking watch it. But you know, it's about. I'm just trying to think how to summarize it. It's about a Hollywood stuntman come getaway driver. 
um, who falls in love with a girl who is married to a criminal who is Oscar Isaac. I bet you liked that. Yeah, yeah, I did him. like Oscar Isaac. Tell you what, I'm not a fan of. Um, it's not. I don't know. It's nothing against her personally, but I don't like Carrie Mulligan that much. Do you not? No, I find it. I like her. Obviously, I like her because, as I'm sure you know, Emma. She's in Doctor Who. She was in Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah, yeah. One of my favourite episodes. Blink, which, as as we all know, is uh, <laughs> Series 3, Episode 7, I believe. <laughs> I really hope that's right. If really it's not, hope that's right. you're cancelled from the Doctor Who fan club. <laughs> oh, God, is it? I'm questioning myself now. I'm going to Google Hang it. On. Everyone, bated breath. Bated breath. Was he right? Oh, my God. I really hope you were. It could be like eight or nine. The tenth episode tenth. in the third series. Oh. Give me your card. Give me your Doctor Who fan club card. Give it me now. I'm going to chop oh, it up. I <laughs> can't believe this. Egg on your The face. one time. That's like my party <laughs> trick. The one time that I've decided to do it on the fucking podcast, I've got it wrong. That could be edited out. Egg on your face. Could, no. couldn't it? No. It can't be edited. Which, as we all know... Was uh, season three, episode ten Shut of Doctor up. Who? No. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, Ryan Gosling is in love with Carrie Mulligan, um, and he's trying to basically help protect them from the gangsters that her husband's got involved with. So he starts doing some shady shit, and it is just it just goes downhill from there. It's just a it? visual treat. The music. I have listened to a real hero nonstop all weekend, but it doesn't. Yeah, that is quite, a tune. It doesn't quite hit the same when you're just driving to Asda. If I'm honest, like you kind of need you, to be in LA mean? vibing at night, but Asda at 10 a.m. doesn't really give the same je ne sais quoi. I je ne sais quoi. Yeah. So I mean, do you want to? Do you want to go with your notes if you've got some treats from your mom, Kaz? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> I'll just give you all, all of Karen's. Okay, that's my that's my mother. I'll give you her her quotes. So Ryan Gosling has a toothpick in his mouth mm-hmm. for a lot of the film. Bit affected cool. that matchstick in his gob in it. That's what she said. <laughs> I actually think then, I, I would have cried if I'd had to watch it with your mom. <laughs> um, Ryan Gosling. There's not a lot of dialogue in the film, is there? No, I think he has something like. 110 lines or something like that. You, I can tell you, Emma. 117 lines. Driver speaks only 116 lines. I nearly got it. With a total of 891 words. Yeah, I mean, he so she said, to say a lot. She caught, up, she caught onto this fact very quickly that he doesn't mm. say a lot. Took a long time to learn his lines, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Ron Perlman showed up. He's a funny looking so and so. Oh, it's Hellboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave him alone. We love we love Ron Perlman in this house. Yeah, she said I'm not entirely convinced that that jacket suits his personality because she was saying that he was like bit bit quiet or whatever. Then immediately after she said that <laughs> is the scene where some guy's trying to talk to him in a bar and he says, "How about this? <laughs> you shut your mouth or I'll kick your teeth down your throat and shut it for you." And she was like, <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Jacqueline wow. Hyde. Yeah, that's that's it that I've got. She, and then she was very offended by how gory it was. I mean, so we obviously watched it. Luke had never seen it before. So I was very excited to show it him. And I think the branding and maybe the trailers for the film kind of give off a sort of like driving film obviously it's called drive but like fast and furious style and so i think luke was like oh this is a bit artsy but i'm into it it's cool and then when it started getting all like stabbing people in the eye with forks and shooting them in the head vibes luke was like okay this is cool (laughs) it's interesting it's interesting that you say that the trailers give off a fast and furious vibe Uh because they were actually sued A a woman sued because she didn't get a Fast and Furious type film. I'll tell you what, if you can sue for that, then bring me the director of fucking Mother right now and I want my money back because I thought that was going to be a home invasion film. I don't think I don't think she won the case. No, um, I will say that. Yeah, I would assume not. But um, yeah, the the kind of gore and the, the action in the film is just brilliant. The the shot of Ryan Gosling in that motel room coming around the corner after he's shot someone and he's got blood all over his face and his bomber. First of all, badass. Second of all, that blood is never coming out of that jacket. Not even dab and lift and vanish. Oxy action is getting that out. No way. (laughs) (laughs) The detergents are available. Yeah. (laughs) We are not sponsored by vanish, but we wish we were. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, 
he's like falling in love with Carrie Mulligan, hasn't he? And then Oscar Isaac, her estranged husband, gets out of prison mm-hmm. and comes back. And then he's like, oh, I'll take, I'll back off then. You know, good guy. Yeah, GG. And then Oscar Isaac is getting battered by some people he owes money to. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they want, they want me to do one last job, man. Yeah. He's like, okay, I, I'll help you. Do one last job and I'll get them to leave you alone. Yeah. What a good guy. So they guy. do, but then in classic, in classic heist fashion, the one last job goes wrong. Very Oscar Isaac wrong. is killed in the job. Yeah. And then they were told that it was only going to be a couple of thousand dollars or something. Yeah. It's like and a then million. It's, it's a million. Yeah. And then a it turns million. out that the money, the money belongs or is supposed to be going to Ron Perlman, mm-hmm. uh, who is like, deal, who his friends with a guy that is like staking uh, Ryan Gosling's friend, Brian Cranston, yeah. um, to be like a rally driver. Mm-hmm. So that's, it gets all very messy. Uh, and then people are hunting Driver down, and then he finds out that it's fucking... Like, Christina Hendricks is in it as well. She gets her head blown off with a shotgun. Yeah, poor girl. And then he fought, he kills Ron Perlman, mm-hmm. and then his mate, I say his mate, Albert Brooks. Yeah. He he like meets him, and they're like, let's end this. Oh, and Albert Brooks also kills fucking Brian Cranston. Oh, by that shaking his hand his wrist. and slashing Ooh. his fucking wrist. <laughs> and uh, and then they have like a final showdown. Say showdown, they go outside and then he stabs Ryan Gosling, but Ryan Gosling stabs him back. And you think they're both dead. Uno reverse. <laughs> you think they're both dead, but then Ryan Gosling gets up, sits in his car, and then you think he's dead again. And then he like sits up and drives off. Oh, and that's God. the end of the film. This oh god I, I, oh and I Carrie Mulligan words. Carrie Mulligan is like there's a scene where it's really nice where they're in a lift and then they get in the lift and there's a hitman there to kill Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. and he like pushes her to the side so <laughs> she's out of the way and then he like goes in and kisses her and all the lighting goes all nice it's very romantic we're the only two people in the world kind of kiss and, and that's then. that song's pl- that song's playing isn't it is, yeah is real human being real, apparently um, that yeah. play. That plays every time they're in a scene together because yeah, he's the hero. happiest he he ever is when he's with her. And he's her. her hero. So he kisses her, it's lovely, and then he stops, <laughs> turns around, batters the shit out of this hitman, then stamps on his head at so least many times. 15 times too many. Do you know, is that the first time that he gets violent? Because I distinctly remember Luke's mouth, like his jaw dropped and he was like, what the fuck is I think this that's film? the first time he gets physically violent. Yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Oh, there's the bit before that where he's in like the motel and the guy's shooting through the window. Yeah. But he doesn't actually attack anyone, I don't think. No, he doesn't. Uh, and he, he's obviously said the, how about you, um, how about you shut your mouth or I'll kick your teeth down your throat and show it for you. Yeah. But he's verbally violent. But yeah, then he just goes fucking hell for leather on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> smashes yeah. his head in. Carrie <laughs> Mulligan is like, um, probably see you later. <laughs> yeah, I probably don't want you around my like six-year-old boy. But then boy. At, at the end, she goes and like knocks on his door and gets no answer and walks off. So it's left ambiguous as to whether they get together. Oh, Apparently, really there was there do. was call calls for a, a sequel. Yeah, I th- I read that. Didn't the director say it ended perfectly? Why the fuck would I do a sequel? Well, like, get out. Specific of here. specifically, he said it ended unperfectly, and oh, that's why okay. he likes it so much. Yeah, see, I I only have vague memories of the facts about this film because when I went through wave one of being obsessed with it when it came out, I read all of this stuff and I, I haven't really touched on it since because I thought, you're the fact man, so... Would you like some more facts? Yeah, hit me with it. Ryan Gosling replaced Hugh Jackman for the lead role. Was supposed to be Hugh Jackman. I can't even tell you how glad I am and I'm a Hugh Jackman fan. I love that man, but no. This film was for Ryan Gosling and Ryan Gosling only yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Obviously... Driver and Irene, who is Carrie Mulligan's character, say very little to each other. Mm-hmm. That's apparently because they both felt that their scenes should be more focused on the mood. And there is some great, like, not saying anything acting. Like, yeah, it's it, all it's all yeah. in the face. You get this from, from Ryan Gosling really well, like, just the way he carries himself and the looks on his face. And I don't know if you've seen Only God Forgives, but that's by the same director. No. And if you thought this had little dialogue, get your mom to watch that, because I'm pretty sure he says about two things in the whole film. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> but yeah, apparently they they cut lots of... There, there was dialogue scripted, but they refused to say it. Um, and then yeah. she, Mulligan has said that making the film was basically staring long, longingly at Ryan Gosling for hours each day. God, such um, a hard life. Yeah, it really is. Wow. And then because they had so little dialogue, Brian Cranston said 
that they should make his character a motor mouth to make yeah. up for the lack of dialogue. So he speaks a shit ton and like 10 to the dozen. And apparently most of his lines were ad-libbed as God, well. he's so good, isn't he? Didn't the director want him because of him in Breaking Bad or something like that? Yeah, like, because he was in Breaking, in Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. And then he rang, he rang him up and tried to convince him to do it. And he was trying to give him a big list of things of why you should do it. And then he didn't hear anything back off Brian Cranston. So he rang him up to like check out, like, are you going to do it? And literally when he rang him, Ryan... Ryan Cran- Ryan Branston <laughs> Ryan Cranston, Ryan Cranston <laughs> was um sat making a list of pros and cons of doing the film. Oh no. But way. then because because he'd rung him, he was like, "Oh, this guy really wants me for the film, oh, so yeah, I'll so do it." So persistent. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Don't take no for an answer. And then um here's an interesting fact, the film nearly nearly never got made. What? Um because Ryan Gosling and the director's initial meeting was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> the director was sick at the time oh. and delirious but so ryan interpreted that as he just wasn't interested wasn't keen yeah um but then he drove him home uh, and then during the car ride home ario speedwagon came on the radio ah. and the director started singing along and then he was like oh yeah so basically the movie is about a guy who drives around la listening at night listening to pop and it music just felt right and uh so yeah they basically said if that song hadn't come on the radio the film wouldn't have got made oh, that is oh my god i've got goosebumps <laughs> Oh my god! I've got a goosebump. Omg, I'm and then feeling this. This links in slightly to the other week. You know when you your fact was that um, that Ryan Gosling. They said that Ryan Gosling had played a superhero. Yeah. So in an interview for this film, he stated that he always wanted to have a superhero role, but the good ones were taken. Yeah. The driver character is something of a superhero with the scorpion jacket. Yeah. As, said, as a costume. And then he later turned down the role of Batman in Batman v Superman Dawn what? of Justice. Oh thank due God. Due to and I didn't know he I didn't know he had this, his no sequel rule. So he doesn't like to do films that will have sequels. Ah I'm d i am I was literally I was just mentally scanning through all his filmography, like Yeah, he doesn't do sequels. He doesn't do sequels. Good for him, I guess. Wow. Well, I, and just to go back a few weeks, this is about our our big boy Denzel from Remember the Titans. Yeah, he famously never did sequels that until is very he did The Equalizer, and The Equalizer got a sequel. I suppose you've got to get to a point as an actor, especially when maybe you're getting a bit older, where you just think, "Fuck it, <laughs> I'll just Fuck do it. it for the money at this point." Yeah, I need a new um, kitchen. Need a new apartment. Yeah, I need a Whack new fucking out. swimming and pool. This is just like a fun one. Go fun on. fact. Or you can decide whether it's fun or not. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the judge of that as the um, the fun fact keeper. Bernie asks to meet Driver at Sherman Way. Mm-hmm. Albert Brooks, who plays Bernie, yep. plays Marlin in Finding Nemo. And he has to get to P. Sherman 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Oh my God, Tom, something weird's just happened in my brain. When you said... When you said the first part of that fact and said Sherman, I was about to go P. Sherman, P. Sherman 42, Wallaby Sydney. Sydney. But I was like, let him finish, Emma. And then you said the second half of the fact. <laughs> my equals blown. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Oh my, wow. Do you know what? That actually is a really fun fact. I'll give you that. That's a star. Yeah. 10 you, out usually 10. these fun facts that I get are like, uh, so one for crazy, stupid love or whatever. That I haven't written down, so I can't remember it exactly. Yeah. It's like Julianne Moore played this person's mum in this film and played this other actor who's not even in this film's uh, it's Josh Hutchinson. Yeah. Um played his mum in this other film, and then those two actors and Kristen Stewart. Oh, she was Kristen Stewart's mum in another film, and then oh, those three thing. actors were all siblings in the film Zathora. Oh, it's like, right. Fuck off, That's you're really fun. reaching there. Wow. Okay. So I have I have a question off the back of this film because I am borderline obsessed with that jacket and I am going to buy it after we finish recording. Just so you know. Hopefully it'll arrive for the time the okay. podcast comes I tell, out. I tell you what. So talking about purchases we want to make. Okay. So I, I don't think I'm personally cool enough to pull off that jacket. Oh no, like, not at all. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Goes without saying. But I tell you what, jacket. And it's not even that cool a jacket. But I remember okay. watching the film and being like. I want that jacket. Okay. You know, you know, Baby Driver, which is also yeah. a driving film. Yeah. He has quite a nice jacket in that. That is a cool and jacket. Yeah. I, I just... want to get that jacket. 
oh my god you get that jacket i'll get the fucking drive jacket and we'll be like driving duo with our cool jacket oh yeah oh also oh, another yeah. fun another fun fact in okay. commas, is that brian cranston was previously in a guest starred in an episode of the x files called drive in 1998 do you know what the world is a funny place isn't it but that that it one really stuck is. out to me because I've just started watching the X Files on uh, Disney Plus. It's very good. It's very good. Yeah, okay, I've my never question. Seen it before. My question: If you had a silk bomber, what animal or creature would you have on the back to represent you? Uh, if I had a silk bomber, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's a wild <laughs> statement in itself. <laughs> um, <laughs> what color would it be? First off, yeah. What color and what animal would you have embroidered on the back? I to think I go you? for like I think I go for like a. A powder blue. Ooh. Yeah, because I've blue. always wanted to wear a powder blue tux, but I've never had reason to. Please wear one when you get married. I would love that. A powder blue tux. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I would I would get, personally, mm-hmm. oh, what would I get? I don't know. What would you get? So I think I would go for burnt orange silk bomber Ooh. with a white tiger on the back. Yeah. Wow, that is a statement. Fucking cool, right? <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, I, I don't know what animal I What's my favourite animal? I, I don't, don't know. I can't believe you don't know. Like, whenever anyone asks me what my favourite animal is, I instantly say tiger. I don't even have to think about it. Why is your favourite animal a tiger? Because they're cool and stripy and I love cats. Fair enough. If and you were locked, If you were locked <laughs> in a room with oh any God. big cat... <laughs> You've asked me this before. If you were locked in a room with any big cat, which one would it be? You've asked me before and I said a bobcat. A bobcat? You reckon you could survive with a bobcat? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> I, well, I always go for a lynx, but they're quite... Uh, I'd have a lynx on the back of my jacket. Would you? Yeah, because actually, I'll tell you for why. Because <laughs> you wear when a lot I did, of when I did, when I did my Patronus thing on... Pottermore or whatever. <laughs> My Patronus was a lynx, so it should probably be a lynx. Was it? Oh, fair enough. Do you know yeah. what? I might do a quiz later. What animal am I? Buzzfeed what style. Animal? What animal would you say I am? I would have you down as like an otter or something. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why an otter? Like, I don't know. I'm just... slippery. I'm slimy. <laughs> you just give off like otter energy. I can't explain it. You've got the same like <laughs> texture. <laughs> texture as an otter? <laughs> Fuck off. Maybe it's like the brown hair and the like sweet face. <laughs> <laughs> Do otters have a sweet face? <laughs> oh my god. Listener, please send us an email or a tweet or something and tell us <laughs> what animal do you think we are based on our voices because you might not even know what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> otters have a sweet face. <laughs> Fucking it's not a fucking insult mate take uh, it <laughs> I, I, i'll take sweet face but i just don't know that otters have them <laughs> oh god um wow should we give it a rating i don't know where we are what year yeah. is this <laughs> let's give it a rating so um is it a drive or a walk <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say drive by <laughs> a drive or a walk fucking hell man <laughs> It's probably a drive, isn't it? It's a very long drive, yes. With with no talking and a lot of singing. Yeah, the best kind of drive, if you ask me. Brilliant. Oh, uh, finally, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> crazy Stupid Love. Right, Crazy Stupid Love I had never seen, and I can't quite believe that because I fucking loved this film it was good, so wasn't it? much. It, so it actually much. made me laugh out loud at the end. Yeah, which is too. very rare for me to do on my own. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, but I just want to say Early Doors, biggest plot twist of the century. Never seen anything like it in my whole life. <laughs> Absolute scandal. <laughs> scandal. <laughs> Scandalous. Yeah, so... Uh, um... So, um... Do you want to do you want to tell the plot of this film? Shall I summarise the plot of this film? Um, what I should mean, we do? I think you're it's very freeball more... today, isn't it? We're very loose. I feel <laughs> loosey goosey today. Um, I'll give it a go, and you can take over when I inevitably start stumbling over my words, which usually happens after about thirty seconds of talking. It's okay. Um, so this film is about fuck. What's his name? Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Um, I kept calling him. <laughs> I kept calling him Evan um, because From of Evan his role in, in Bruce Almighty. And um, Luke was like, is that seriously what you know him has? But I think that seeing him in Bruce Almighty is like the first thing I actually properly saw him in growing up. So to me, he's just Evan Baxter. 
Yeah. Or Evan Backstabber. I do the chat. I like a sissy girl. Him. He is married to Julianne Moore. Um, she cheats on him with Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I've they... got in my notes, Kevin Bacon! <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, so they get they start getting the process of getting divorced and um, Steve Carell is very vocal about the fact his wife slept with the guy from work and he goes to a bar to drink cocktails through a straw on his own. And Ryan Gosling is a very cool ladies man who hangs out in the bar drinking like whiskey and eventually takes pity on Steve Carell for how tragic he is and helps him you know get back on the horse and start pulling bitches basically there's also Emma Stone in this film who is becoming a law student or like a law graduate and she gets hit on by Ryan Gosling in a bar but she's not interested because she thinks I don't know she's just like fuck off basically not interested and yeah, the because she's got of... her she's got her safe boyfriend who's Josh Groban. Yeah, which was so funny to me as a Glee fan. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna bring up Glee. <laughs> yeah, because whenever yeah. Josh Groban gets brought up, I'm just reminded of the line from Glee, which is, "Who's Josh Groban? Who's Josh Groban? <laughs> Killed yourself." <laughs> yeah, that's all I could think of... every time I saw him. Probably one of the funniest things that's happened in Glee. <laughs> this is his um, feature film debut. Oh, um, really? Did yeah. he do any other feature films? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> he's in that Netflix he's in that film. Netflix series, isn't he? Um uh, no idea. The Good Detective or something. Hmm. Um came out there like a few go. years ago. Never watched it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh yeah, and then there's the kids of uh Steve Carell's of Steve Carell's. Yeah. A, like the young son who's in love with his babysitter yeah. and the babysitter is in love with Steve Carell. Yeah, it's all very wrong <laughs> on yeah. so many levels. So Steve Carell like finally finds his feet and starts being a womanizer and uh-huh. he sleeps with uh, Marissa Tomei. Aunt May. <laughs> who is... What? She's, she's crazy in this film, but... She is spicy though. I'm into it. She's she a could, fox. She could be crazy all over me. Um, <laughs> oh god <laughs> and then uh he he like slowly starts to like rekindle his love with um julianne moore cause she sort of starts to see the air of her, error of her ways and just yeah. as they're starting to rekindle that romance they have to go and see their son's teacher because um he's been playing up in class because you know his parents are getting divorced mm-hmm. babysitter that he's in love with walked in on him wanking um and doesn't love him and also, just going back to the wanking thing, she walks in on him wanking, and then in him trying to apologise for it, he like he <laughs> says, about this. "He's like, so, oh, sorry, I'm sorry you had to see that. Um, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I only think of you while I'm doing it. Oh, I've got a God. picture of you, and I, oh. I just think about you while I'm while I'm doing it." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "And that's when he like professes his love." And she's like, "Oh, fuck off, get up, get away." Um, anyway, so they have to go see his teacher, and then it's revealed that his teacher is Marissa Tomei, mm-hmm. and he never called her back after he slept with her because he's just become like a womanizer or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's all revealed. So Julianne Moore wants nothing to do with him. So then she starts going out with Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and um, while this is going on, Ryan Gosling has started... Well, Emma Stone's character, sorry, I should say, yeah. decides that she doesn't want to be with Josh Groban anymore because Josh <laughs> Groban doesn't propose to her or something. I don't yeah. know. So she like goes back to the bar to Ryan Gosling and is like, let's fuck. <laughs> and they go As back to do. his they go back to his place, but she's really nervous and it doesn't like they don't end up having sex, they just end up staying up all night talking to each other and getting it's to very know each cute, other. Isn't it? Very cute. And I think Emma nearly fainted because right Ryan Gosling takes his top off and he is fucking stacked. I mean, in this film, I'd never got it to be honest. Up till this point, like I never got why he was one of the typical people who like people who like men are obsessed with. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, sorry, I'm try- I'm I'm being inclusive, okay? Um, women and gay men, we love it. We love Ryan, okay? He is his abs look like a six pack of brioche buns. Well, she literally says she was like, "You look like you're photoshopped." Yeah. Um. And yeah, because I've always said, haven't I? Like, I think of him as like a skinny guy, mm-hmm. or I think of him as skinny or like weedy or like he's when he wide. was playing. 
He's really wide. When he was playing American football in Remember the Titans, I was like, I don't really think of him as a football player. No, yeah, but, he's very small in But that. in this, Jesus Christ. I, I feel like he's just got a wide physique, and I don't know if he's done that through working out, but he... Probably. He looks enormous, and I have to give it to Emma Stone for being able to star opposite him, what, three times, I think? We haven't got yeah, to she, the other films yet. Three, but, three times, and each time but, she plays his partner. She, like... I have so much respect for her for like staying conscious because I would just die. <laughs> <laughs> well, and his like final move to like try and get her into bed is to do the dirty dancing lift, right? And oh. she she's like, oh, it's not going to work on me. And then he lifts her up, and she's like, okay, yeah, let's go. <laughs> um, but just Very just my good. one bit of just to pull back a slight bit of masculinity, <laughs> he doesn't actually do the proper dirty dancing lift, so <laughs> nah. <laughs> You showed him. Because the dirty dancing lift, he like lifts her like properly above her he- his-, his head, but he he gets her to here. So That's true. Sort uh, it out, Ryan. You yeah, sort it out, Ryan. <laughs> do the proper di- lift if you can. Because <laughs> uh, I could definitely do it. Uh-huh. God, but yeah, funny. so that he like ends up in a relationship with her and then... Yep. Steve Carell's like, no, I'm going to try and win my wife back over. So he's like planning this like really nice surprise for her. We and then Ryan, say Gos- that Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell are like super close in this film eventually. Super close because, mates yeah. by this point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he ring Ryan Gosling rings Steve Carell for some advice. He's like, look, I'm going to go meet my girlfriend's mum tonight. Uh, and he's like, oh, wow, you've got a girlfriend. That'd be great. Yeah, it's going to be fine. Just be yourself. Well, don't be yourself, but like wow, I'm really happy for you that you finally found someone that you feel you can settle down with. Yeah. Also, prior to side to this, the babysitter that's in love with Steve Carell wants to get his attention. So she <laughs> asks one of the hot girls at school for her advice and she says, send him some nude photos. So she takes some nude photos of herself, puts them in an envelope that she's going to send to Steve Carell. And her parents find this and her dad goes mental mm-hmm. and drives around to Steve Carell's house. <laughs> everything's starting to come to a head i don't know if mm-hmm. you can tell mm-hmm. so <laughs> the uh what's her name now julianne moore she's blindfolded and she's like oh we better wait for our daughter to get home And he's like your daughter's already here and she goes no your other daughter your older daughter at which point emma stone walks through the door with ryan gosling so they're like what the fuck is going on here you so have he's never like, seen shock on my face quite like it i did not see that coming no, At I all. didn't. I didn't, to At be fair. <laughs> I was like, oh, my days. So then he's oh like, what are you days. doing with him? Get the fuck out, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. With that um, fucking, the dad of the babysitter comes running around the corner, decks Steve Carell because he thinks <laughs> that he's been like pedo and his daughter. <laughs> Pedoing. <And> then, yeah. <laughs> A verb. <laughs> so then they're like fighting and then she likes, she's like, no, 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 it didn't happen. It didn't happen. At which point Kevin Bacon walks around the corner <laughs> and is like, oh, Julianne Moore, how you doing? And he <laughs> says his name and then Ryan Gosling's like, you're, you're, wait, you're this guy. You're the guy that his wife cheated. You really hurt my friend. So he walks up to Kevin Bacon, <laughs> decks him, and then they start a fight. But then Steve Carell starts a fight with Ryan Gosling because he hates him for dating his daughter. Then the dad of the babysitter jumps on and they're all just having a massive fight. Honestly, yeah. hilarity. I was so funny. in stitches i couldn't believe it that, like i said plot twist of the fucking century if you ask me <laughs> but emma stone so is his daughter honestly because yeah. there's been no God. there's been no hint of it at all is there no i was i was just thinking like how is this gonna tie in to like i, I was wondering how is this all gonna tie in but i didn't think about it that much because it's a comedy you just sort of yeah, take yeah, it, yeah. take it for what it is i'm not there like trying to put all the the plot together like oh what's happening because it's not that kind of film yeah yeah so it took me by surprise. Yeah, and then, so that all breaks out and then Steve Carell's like, oh, I'm never going to be happy or whatever. And he said his son finds out that the babysitter is in love with his dad, so he hates his dad. And he's got this, he's had this thing throughout the whole film that he believes in true love and you fight for your soulmate and if it's your soulmate, things will always work out. Aww. And then it's his, his graduation uh, and Ryan Gosling still tried to like get in with Steve Carell and Steve Carell's like, I'm never going to accept you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm never going to give you my approval. And then at his son's graduation, his son has to give the speech. And he's saying how true love isn't real and it never works out. And Steve Carell's like, no, stop. And gives this big impassioned speech it's and so wins cute. everyone background. And then it's implied that him and Julianne Moore are going to get back together. Um, he gives Ryan Gosling his blessing, but he's like, I've just bought a firearm. 
So if you do fuck I up, I'll kill you. you. In the face, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, the <laughs> the babysitter, while she's not apparently not in love with the son, because <laughs> she's seventeen and he's thirteen, right? Yeah. And his thing through the whole film is like it's only five years. Like when we're older, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, "I'm okay with it now. I'm not giving up on you." But in like five years, I'll look like my dad, and then you'll fancy me. Yeah. And she's like, "Well." Until then, here's something to keep you going. And she gives him the naked photos. And I was like... That's noncy, isn't it? This is being played as a cute thing, but that's quite noncy. Yeah, that's really noncy. I just sort of tried to ignore that because I was just like, that's really creepy. Yeah. And then also, I've got a a note here. Mm -hmm. So Emma Stone is a mere three days older than Annalee Tipton, who plays the babysitter. What? However, the character Hannah is 24 to 25 years old, so it is seven to eight years older than the character in the film. Oh, my God. So God. Wow. It's, it would be okay for Steve Carell to get the photos off her, mm-hmm. but it's definitely Nazi for her to give the photos to the 13-year-old boy. God, that's... Yeah, ew. Don't like it. Don't like that. But how crazy is that, that they're only three days apart? That is mad, because I do think that Emma Stone looks older, but maybe... It's just the characters, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, strange, isn't it? Wowzers. And then I've got a few more facts about the film. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell hates the name of the film. Do you know what? I, correct me if I'm wrong, and I probably am, um, but I was waiting for the moment where a character says the name of the film, wow, and it never happened. Wow, this is just some crazy, stupid love. Yeah, I was, I was waiting for it. <laughs> well, so he, he hates it because he says that he couldn't imagine a group of guys going... Hi, can we have five tickets to Crazy Stupid Love, please? Mm-hmm. And one of the working titles that he preferred was The Wingman, which he felt was yeah. boring, but more accurate. Yeah, oh, I see that. I see that. And also, the fi- so I don't think for a, lo- a long time of, of this film being like made, they didn't know what the film was going to be called, because mm. the filmmakers offered a free iPad to anyone on set who came up with a title for the movie. <laughs> oh my God, that's so cheap. <laughs> so they, yeah, they, way they really didn't know the film. and then wow, this, yeah. this ties into your fact from last week your ryan gosling fact uh-huh. so what was your fact last week that ryan gosling justin bieber and avril lavigne are oh, they're all cousins. related ancestrally yes yeah you get ready for this plot twist of the century oh my god what ryan gosling and kevin bacon are distant cousins you're kidding me. They are both descendants of the English Baldwin family. Is Kevin Bacon Canadian? Yeah, I think so. I never knew that. Kevin Bacon. What a guy. When he um when he came on screen, I went, oh my God, it's the guy from the EE adverts. <laughs> <laughs> He's connected to everyone, Emma. He is, yeah. Is it, He's in a film with everyone. Something degrees of Kevin Bacon. Can't remember how many. D- d- well, however many degrees. Yeah, find all out your degrees. Bacon. It's the seven degrees. It's like seven degrees of separation, isn't it? It's like mm-hmm. you're only seven degrees separated from anyone in the world. So yeah. I'll know someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone. But Kevin, you can do it with Kevin Bacon because he's just in so many films. <laughs> and if you type into Google uh, an actor's name and then Kevin Bacon number, it will work out how how many degrees of separation between them and Kevin Bacon is. And it's usually only like, I think the maximum that I've ever managed to find is three. Oh my god! Like that—that's how many. Because it's like this person was in this film, and this person was in a film with Kevin Bacon. I bet you could do that for quite a lot of actors, though, not just Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he is just so like—he's he, the face of the meme. Yeah. I don't think we could ever do a series <laughs> on Kevin Bacon because I think we'd just be here forever. I don't think he, he, I would want to because his face is a bit strange. I do you not like, like Kevin Bacon? I don't dislike him. I'm just. I find him a bit peculiar looking. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Kevin, if you're listening. <laughs> Sorry, Kev. Sorry, Kev. Take some time out of advertising 5G to listen to this podcast, then I do apologise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed this film. It was, it was um, brilliant. It properly lifted funny. my spirits. And I watched it um, in like Saturday afternoon, sort of chilled film. Very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched this, then went directly into watching The Jinx. So uh, it was a nice <laughs> little palate cleanser for the murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Recommend your palate cleanser for murder to be Crazy Stupid yeah, Love. Yeah, Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy. Crazy, should we give it a rating? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Is it Crazy Stupid Love or Crazy Stupid Good? <laughs> <laughs> 
I was going to say crazy sensible love. It's we've been weak this week. Weak this Cra- week. Cra- oh god. It's crazy stupid good. Faux yeah, show. I think so. I think it's sure. it's a good good little rom com comedy, isn't it? Rom com comedy. A rom com comedy. A rom comedy. Well, I didn't know if it was a rom com or just a comedy. You know Why what I mean? don't? Oh my god. Oh my god. Why don't they call rom coms romedies? <laughs> <laughs> I think romantic comedies is is probably probably better. Than... Yeah, but like for a nickname for like a quickie. <laughs> <laughs> fancy a quick fancy a quick romedy. I'm not really into romedies. <laughs> I'm more into comantic films. <laughs> oh, comantic. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> uh, to be fair, in fairness to you, they do do dramedies, don't they? Exactly. They do call so why drama, not comedies, dramedies. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe turn, you're onto something. Turn your nose up at me, will you? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, sunshine. I don't think so. Right. So shall we then? My name is not okay. <laughs> Shall we go into um, the official Ryan Gosling ranking? Yes. Right, I'll give you the top five. Any okay. any accents you want me to do? We didn't really have any standouts this week, did we, in terms of accents? No, I did do a bit of New York. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, just go for your um, go for your bingo caller voice. Okie doke. <laughs> All the fives. It's Lars <laughs> and the real girl. One fine four. Four! <laughs> it's Fracture! <laughs> it's fitting that it was Fracture and my voice cracked. Uh, I like it, uh, good. <sighs> in at number three, it's Stay. <laughs> All the twos, The Notebook. <laughs> and in at number one, Sitting Pretty, it's Remember the Titans. <laughs> That was fucking brilliant. Where well do we done. want to stick? Where do we want to stick all good things? Um, I enjoyed it, but I I honestly don't know if 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 it's top five. I don't know. No, what you think. I think it could be around Blue Valentine. Yeah, maybe better. Because I think Blue Ta- I, I think Blue Valentine's probably artistically better. Do you think? Okay, we'll put it below Blue, Va- Blue Valentine. I was just thinking because to me the film was Blue Valentine with added murder, so to me <laughs> that's an improvement. But mm. I, I do feel you. We'll, we'll stick but I, it I will put seven. that with the caveat that you should watch the Jinx. Yeah, and the Jinx is amazing. Uh, yeah. it's, it's called. I think the full name is The Jinx: The Life and Deaths of Robert Durst. I'm going to find somewhere to watch it and watch it because I know that Luke and I are interested for sure. Okay, where are we going to put? What else did we watch? Drive. I mean... You're going to want this in the top five, aren't you? I, I'm going to want it number one if, if I had my choice. Um, but I don't know yeah, what you Yeah, yeah, I reckon it can go at number one. I I, I think objectively it's it's the best film he's made so far. Yeah. 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 Yeah, queen. I just love Drive. It's so good. And then, oh, do you know uh, what? Just quickly, I remembered a fact about Drive... Apparently, the director has no interest in driving or cars, and he doesn't even have his driving license after failing to get it like seven or eight times. He, or fa- like he that. failed eight times. I did eight read times, that. Eight times, yeah. Um, Crazy, that, isn't it? Also, he doesn't live in LA and has no oh. interest in LA, but the whole <laughs> film is like is is famous for its accurate depiction of LA. For someone who can't drive and doesn't care for LA, he made a great film about. Well, apparently, he in like LA. he lived with Ryan Gosling or got Ryan Gosling to show him around. Because he like lives God. in LA or whatever. What um, a treat! And then finally, Crazy Stupid Love. See, I was going to say it's got to be top five, but I'm looking at the top five. There's a lot of strong. I think I think it there. can go in between Fracture and Lars and the Real Girl. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So that'll make it number six. Okay, brilliant. As much as I'd love to bump it higher for Ryan Gosling's perfect physique, I'm not a shallow person, Tom. So I'm not going to do that. Okay, so that takes us on then to hey, check it out. It's the Ryan Gosling fact of the week. Right, so the Ryan Gosling fact of the week, I don't know if I've touched on this before. I feel like I have, hopefully not. But it's that in 2007, Gosling was fired from his role on The Lovely Bones. I don't know if you've seen that film. I've not seen it, no. Um, But basically, he was going to play the father of the teenage girl in the film. Who oh, later I do know this by, fact. Yes. Yeah, so he ended up being played by Mark Wahlberg. Um, so Ryan Gosling gained 60 pounds 
to um to sort of look old enough to play the father of the teenage girl because I don't think in 2007 he would have been nearly yeah. old enough to play a teenage girl's dad and it just made me laugh which is why I put it in as the fact of the week but he says I was 150 pounds when Peter Jackson hired me I showed up on set 210 pounds we had different ideas of how the character should look. I really believed he should be 210 pounds. I was <laughs> melting hagen and drinking it when I was thirsty. Yeah, I've, I've heard this. And then he said, um, I showed up and they said, you look terrible. And he said, I know, isn't it great? And they said, no, it's not. Go hit the treadmill. Then I was fat and unemployed. Just <laughs> <laughs> so sad. I can't believe they uh, did that to him. <laughs> I was fat and unemployed. <laughs> I know. So yeah, there's your, there's your fact of the week. Poor little fat Ryan maybe, Gosling. Maybe that's why he looks a little bit chunkier in Lars and the Real Girl. Do you know what? Yeah, that would be around the right time, wouldn't it, actually? Uh, yeah, I- uh, yeah, I'm trying to work out whether it would, but yeah, I think so. I don't know. Wow. But yeah. So yeah. I just, oh I love the Poor fact Ryan. that he was melting ice cream and drinking it. I just think that's brilliant. <laughs> just drinking ice cream. Oh my God. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> oh God. That'd be too uh, much. I wonder what flavour. What flavour of haagen would you... Oh, do, do they do vegan haagen I I have no idea. I'm a Ben and Jerry's girl myself. See, that would be harder to drink, though, because that has, like, bits in it. <laughs> You'd be drinking it and just, like, choking. <laughs> choking on the little chocolate fishes. <laughs> what a way to go. <laughs> oh, God. Well, well, I think that brings us to the end. I think it does, yeah. Let's um, let's wrap it up, baby. Okie dokie. So if you've enjoyed this episode, because <laughs> who wouldn't? Yeah. Then give us a rating on iTunes or... I mean, I think it's just on iTunes you can give us a rating and leave us a little review. Yeah. Because it really helps us out. If you want to want to email us, contact us. We put put a call out last week. If you want any, um, you know, got any scenarios. Last week we had uh, who would win in a fight out of Ryan and <laughs> Robert Pattinson. If you want to give us any little scenarios of like which characters of his would fight and wh- yep. who, and you want to know who we think would win then then send, the send those that. in or you want to give us suggestions of actors to re- to review in the future and you can do that where can they email us emma give us an email at on a roll pod at gmail.com i completely forgot the name of our podcast then um on a roll pod on twitter on instagram basically anywhere um we will also be coming to a tiktok near you very holy shit so keep your fucking eyes peeled because it's going to be epic we're going to be (laughs) down with the kids it's going to be epic do people say that anymore it's going to be epic (laughs) so yeah send us a message give us a follow um we we crave um the constant affirmation that we're we're doing a good job so send us compliments thank you yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um and i'll before we go i'll quickly give you a list of what we're watching next week oh yes please it's gonna be a busy one emma we've got four things to watch apparently oh fuck (laughs) but one of them is just like a an episode of television or a short a short so Tell we've got all. The Ides of March. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. George Touch Clooney, of, right? Touch of Evil. Cool. He was in an episode of Drunk History. Nice. And The Place, to be- Place Beyond the Pines. Exciting. Which I think you mentioned on this episode, did you? Uh, might have been last oh, week. Oh, no, was but... God Forgives. It was what, yes. you, was what you mentioned. That's the week yeah. after. Spoilers. Ooh. Yeah, and so uh, you got that to look forward to. I'm but, buzzing. Uh, until next time, we shall uh, we shall see you. Goodbye. Smell you later. Smell you later, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.